Hello, everybody. Good morning. And welcome to the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. The nominees for Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role are Jonah Hill in The Wolf of Wall Street. For Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role, Amy Adams in American Hustle. For Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role, Christian Bale in American Hustle. Leonardo DiCaprio in The Wolf of Wall Street. And finally, we are pleased to announce that the film selected as the Best Picture nominees for 2013 are American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska, Philomena, 12 Years a Slave, and The Wolf of Wall Street. Welcome to Aspect Radio. I am Ben Flanagan, and I am joined today by Craig Hamilton, contributor to FilmNerds.com and a frequent contributor to our parting shots here on Aspect Radio. And he's also been a part of our Oscar coverage in the past. And Craig, you're quite the predictor when it comes to the Oscars. Everybody can go to his citizencraig.wordpress.com blog and check out Craig's recent predictions for the 2014 Oscars. The nominations were announced today, and there were a few surprises, but Craig, you were pretty on the money with your predictions, weren't you? Well, I'm looking back at it, double-checking. It looks like I, I, I did pretty well, but you, you just never know with these things. Sometimes you can overthink it, and this year I, I kind of took a step back and didn't really crunch the numbers just like I usually do. Yeah, it came out pretty good. So what was the biggest surprise to you? The biggest surprise for me is Jonah Hill, just because I was having trouble even coming up with a good group of supporting actors and not having seen Wolf of Wall Street. He wasn't at the forefront of my mind. I'm sure that's not a surprise for a lot of people, but yeah, I was thinking James Gandolfini. I was thinking because he died this year, they might throw him in there, but he was nominated for a writer's guild. Well, you know, I think the biggest surprise for me was probably Christian Bale in the Best Actor category. It doesn't surprise me that he was in contention or even that he was nominated necessarily, but I think the fact that the category was stacked heading into nomination Thursday that there was sort of a locked five and the remaining slot probably belonged to Leonardo DiCaprio or Robert Redford. So when the first name was Christian Bale this morning, my first thought was, uh-oh, a lock is getting snubbed. And I'm pretty shocked at this point that Tom Hanks was the odd man out. Yeah, I almost wrecked because I was watching on my morning commute, and when I heard his name, that was really surprising due to the, it was so stacked, that category. And, and even thinking of Joaquin Phoenix or, as you said, Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio, Christian Bale, I, you know, I wasn't even sure that that was a robust enough lead role to even really be considered. But the Academy does weird things when it comes to the acting categories. Yeah, and they really love David O. Russell, don't they? I mean, American Hustle ended up, yeah, I yeah. think, with, what, 10 nominations leading along with Gravity. 12 Years a Slave has nine nominations, but this is the second time in a row, second year in a row, that a David O. Russell film is represented in all four acting categories. I mean, I honestly don't know how you really feel about the movie American Hustle, but does that surprise you, or, or do you think it's deserving of that honor? Because, I mean, in terms of the history of the Academy, it's pretty prestigious. Oh, absolutely. It's prestigious. But, you know, I, I don't know if he's doing this on purpose, but he's picking a great cast for the times. People are just in love with Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence, Amy Adams, Christian Bale, and yes, 
even the no face Jeremy Renner. People like him too, but that has a lot to do with it. I think it's it's, it's a it's a an accurate temperature of of who people like these days, and and he just cast them in his movies, and and he could swap out uh, a couple of those, but cast maybe Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence again, and he might find the same result. Maybe not all four. That's pretty insane. Well, I would think at this point, I, I thought it after last year when all four categories were represented, the guy could probably cast whomever he wants now. And I mean, I know that there are reports out there that he's difficult to work with. Obviously, he's had famous onset tirades. He seems to have his stuff together now. And the fact that if you're one of the leads in his movies, it seems like your chances of getting an Oscar nomination are just even better year to year. It seems like the guy could go out and ask whomever and they would be in his movie just because of the prospect of getting an Oscar nomination. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I think he's, he has propelled himself into that sort of echelon of directors at this point. So among the nominees, I mean, there are big ones, obviously, and American Hustle has to be one of them. But what else for you personally is on the list of movies to see before the Oscars? American Hustle, 12 Years a Slave, Gravity will be seen. We'll see that this Saturday. And her, dying to see her in Nebraska as well. Uh, Dallas Buyers Club, I think we might be able to get that on DVD. And I'm really hoping Captain Phillips will see that as well on DVD. Yeah, Captain Phillips will be out on Redbox next week, the 21st, and I think Dallas Buyers Club will be out on February 4th, so we'll have enough time to catch up with them. Obviously, I haven't seen Philomena. That and Dallas Buyers Club are the only Best Picture nominees I haven't seen, but I think that they're going to make their way back to Birmingham this weekend, if not the next couple of weeks. So I'll definitely catch up, and it, it seems like for Best Actor, Matthew McConaughey, Seems like the guy to beat at this point coming off of the Globe win. and But I think the fact that DiCaprio snuck in there today, that makes it interesting. And I think it's going to come down to McConaughey and DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah the, the fact that he didn't get snubbed once again is pretty telling. He definitely could be thrust up there. But yeah, I think McConaughey's got it. Yeah, you know, the category that's suddenly interesting to me is Best Actress because it seemed as though Kate Blanchett was just this juggernaut who had so much momentum that she couldn't be stopped, sort of an unstoppable force in the category. But Amy Adams sneaking into that category and American Hustle scoring 10 nominations today I think really makes it interesting. And you have to wonder, the fact that this is Amy Adams' fifth nomination to date, which is an unbelievable number considering her age and how fast this has all been happening. I'm wondering if Amy Adams could upset Kate Blanchett for Best Actress. Yeah, I don't know. American Hustle is such a crowded movie. I'm pretty sure Jennifer Lawrence is going to win. You know, I, I, that one's kind of a toss-up because, as you said, it sort of seems last minute to have her be in there, and, and it seems so easily won the Golden Globe. But Kate Blanchett is so elegant, and she's so gracious when accepting those awards, as is Amy Adams, but I think Blanchett has it, but you never know, that's the thing. If a Russell has two Oscar-winning categories this year with actor and actress and supporting actress, then that'll drastically change how he's perceived. So, do you look at any of the nominees or snubs or surprises and just think, well, that's stupid, like, why is that nominated or why wasn't that nominated? Any Anything jumping out at you is just a dumb move by the Academy? Okay, bad grandpa. I, I was talking know. to Corey Whatever. today, I was, I was on G-Chat with Corey, and he said somebody pointed out to him that Saving Mr. Banks has as many Oscar nominations as bad grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wish and Tyler Lewin Davis would have got more nominations. That's not surprising. You know, score, the book thief score, is, has it gone unnoticed? But, you know, it's John Williams, so it's almost expected that he would get nominated after kind of close. But, you know, he's one of the greats, so you can't really argue with that. No. 
There's nothing else that really just kind of makes me scratch my head. Philomena coming in with a couple of more nominations than I anticipated, but that's, again, that's not a surprise. you got the wine suit behind it, and it's pretty much Oscar bait, though. It's not going to really win anything, I don't think. Yeah, I doubt anything. Judy, Judy Dench takes a surge or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but, you know, the, the, the ones that kind of stick out to me, obviously Robert Redford. It's kind of weird how he started out as a virtual lock and – possibly even a favorite to win best actor and suddenly he he was just he, he was on the bubble and it popped under him and he, he didn't get it and that that really shocked me and I, I just saw all is lost the other night at the Bama theater in Tuscaloosa and I mean this guy is what 77 years old and this is just one of the most physical and just daunting performances of the year regardless of age or movie and I think he deserved to be in there for sure and the score for it too it won the Golden Globe the other night and I, that made me scratch yeah. my head and I thought, how how did the score for All Is Lost just win? I mean, you know, I obviously hadn't seen it, but having heard it now, the score is amazing, and I'm I'm shocked that it didn't get a nomination. Yeah, that that movie, which that was a margin call director, right? He's, yeah, he's not new to you know the Academy or Hollywood or anything, so I'm I'm kind of surprised that such a challenging physical role sort of got snubbed like that for Redford. But you know, that it's such a stacked category. Which makes me even wonder wonder even more why Bale's even in there. But Yep, it's weird. It's really weird. But I think the Redford snub is one we'll look back in retrospect and say, Wow, how did he not get nominated? But again, stat category, I guess it makes sense. Somebody had to get left out, but it's just the fact that Redford and Tom Hanks, like you said, these guys who are no strangers to the Academy and have been beloved over the course of their career and have won Oscars in the past. That's just a big surprise to me that the Academy wouldn't take the opportunity to get them in the building and possibly up on their stage during a live television broadcast. Yeah, agreed. Pacific Rim completely getting left out. Is I didn't predict it to get anything, but it's a shame because that's a pretty cool movie that could have got art direction, both sound nominations and a visual effects nomination easily. Damn straight, man. I wonder where it was for visual effects, too. I mean, I, I personally think the effects were better than what you see in Iron Man 3, for instance, Definitely. which was a disappointment oh, yeah. for me. But, you know, it is what it is, I guess. The Pacific Rim hate carries on to the Oscars. That shouldn't <laughs> surprise us. So, yeah. anyway, well, Craig, thanks, man. Thanks for taking a few minutes out of your morning, and we'll see how this all shapes out. Anytime. All right. All right, Have take care. One. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. You can follow Craig at citizen underscore Craig on Twitter and check out his blog at citizencraig.wordpress.com. Find us on iTunes. Check us out on Twitter at Aspect Radio, Facebook at Aspect Radio, and we'll talk to you soon.